At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. everybody, welcome in. It is VSIN Bet Center as we get things rolling on a Saturday night from downtown Las Vegas. Inside our Circus Sportsbook Studios, we welcome you with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. We got Wyatt Tomchek, our producer behind the glass. All sorts of action going on right now. World Series Game 4 underway. Number of big-time showdowns in college football. Jeff, there was one, which we'll get into. <laughs> Horrific beat. Maybe the worst beat of the year in college football. Maybe. I, well, maybe. I was going to say maybe of the last five years, but definitely of this year. It's up there with Northwestern. It's up there with Northwestern. The originator of some Bad Beats segments. We will talk about that. We probably can't lead off the show with that. What we should lead off the show with, though, Jeff, is as has become basically customary, mm-hmm. usually one of our primetime games starting you off on a college football Saturday night leads to one of the top teams, at least in a dogfight with somebody. And that team tonight is the Buckeyes of Ohio State. Who, Jeff, taking on a Penn State team we saw in one of the more wacky nine-overtime games. It was the only and first-ever nine-overtime game in college football history last week. They lose as a 24-and-a-half-point outright favorite to Illinois, the Nittany Lions. So what do they do? They turn around, and they march right down the field. They're up 7-3 early on the road against Ohio State. There you see from DraftKings the live money line. Currently, the spread's now off the board at the moment, 4.13 to go in the second quarter. But what a statement to start, Jeff. Sean Clifford with the, orchestrating a 13-play, 89-yard touchdown drive, finding the touchdown pass as they found Brenton Strange to take the lead. 7-3, this was a well into the double-digit range here, Jeff. Are you surprised to, to see the bounce back we're seeing in such an emphatic way out of Penn State? Not particularly. The, the big concern, more than anything, is 
And it was apparent last week, last week he wasn't healthy, Sean Clifford. And Clifford looked healthy for one drive. Ohio State has adjusted defensively and has been really good since that first drive, Ben. And look, Ohio State a little slow so far offensively. Chris Olave has no catches. They've done a really nice job slowing down those elite one-two punch with Olave and Wilson. So, uh, look, I, you're, you're seeing Ohio State drive right now as Stroud uh, is throwing a touchdown pass to, uh, guess what? Chris Olave. Oh, so much right, for that. Right on, the, right on <laughs> cue. So Ohio State takes the lead 9-7, uh, assuming there's no flag. So uh, the Buckeyes again. I, I I was about to say it was four and a half live. I thought that was actually pretty good on Ohio State. They're still going to win this game by at least a touchdown. And uh, right there, easy easy pitch and catch there for Stroud to Olave. So Buckeyes back on top. And it looks like they're going to, at least based on the, uh, the live odds that we are monitoring, going to go back up to that. Eight and a half, maybe nine range. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, in game right now, PAT pending three forty two to go in the first half. This closed as high as nineteen and a half in the market. Behind us at our Circus Sportsbook, nineteen. The one surprise I did find with this line, though, and I understand Jeff how incredible this Ohio State offense has been recently. They've just been destroying teams up and down since that upset loss as a fourteen point home favorite to Oregon. Total though that closes in the sixty range tonight. You look at. At some of the books around the town, Jeff, got as high as 61 in the market, a lot of 60 and a halfs for a team in Penn State that has been so good defensively and with some health issues at the quarterback spot. That, to me, was a surprise that this thing did uh, close where it where it ultimately did. And and right now, live, uh, just getting an updated check here, Jeff, it's still, I, I'm seeing there's some pretty good middle opportunities in the live markets. I see 155 and a half. I see 150 and a half. That's that's a that's a pretty uh, pretty big gap there. What which of those two numbers do you think is more accurate right now? Probably the probably the shorter number, probably. But I'm not sure. That's again, that's a huge discrepancy, Ben. Usually, like there are a lot of times, just based on the algorithms. This is an interesting thing we don't talk about a ton, but as we are doing live betting and if everybody watching, listening along, you're you're looking to do the same. There are a lot of instances, Jeff, right, where you get one and a half, two point discrepancies for the lot of books, but. I don't know that I've seen five very often. The one that was offering fifty-four and a half just dropped, or to fifty-five and a half just dropped one point. But there's still four. That's still four points of a discrepancy there. Very that's odd, not, Ben. Very odd. Uh, I'm as, seeing, as I see you. No, I'm, I'm pulling. I'm actually 40, 49 and a half is the number I see right now in in one. Fifty-five and a half. Yeah. So another. So it's all Whoa. over, all over the place. Well, this is the, okay. The, so, so which which of these sides do you believe in? Bet them both. Bet the over uh, on the small, on the on the shorter number. Bet the under, bet the under on the on the fifty-five and a half. I gotta imagine <laughs> someone is wrong here. Someone is somebody. Very wrong. Ha- somebody has to be. Someone wrong. is very wrong at the moment. I mean, the, the odds that this game lands, let's just say fifty-one, which is a very, very realistic possible. outcome. Very possible. Think of all the the the, the various who, outcomes who, who, you could get. Who is the fifty-five and a half right now? Uh, William Hill. So he's Hill, 55 and a half. So Hill is 50 and a half is the rest of the market. So Hill is 55. That's got to be a computer error. Can we have our producer, Wyatt Thompson, can you just come on studio, throw like a blanket over everything so we can just start going to our apps <laughs> and bang? I don't wow. know if we're allowed to do that. I, that. But look, that is. We are, by the way. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. Wyatt telling me in, in, my, uh, in my ear, we have paper towels. Oh, there we go. That's all that we can do. Uh, so that, <laughs> while we're in a commercial, that, uh, that, that warrants maybe a look here as I go to fish out my my phone from my pocket. But it is a good point that I think just from a general in-game sense, we talk all the time about where there is value to be had, Jeff, in the in-game markets. This may be one of your your rare extreme occurrences, but in general, books tend to be softer. Is, is that a fair statement, you think, when it comes to the in-game numbers as opposed to pre-game where you normally see books 
no more than a half to half point to a full point in separation from each other. Well, it all depends on which book has which computer going. I mean, that's all it is. Like you can tell, and, and look, there in in the newer jurisdictions, there you're never going to see a human doing in-game numbers. It just is very rare, except for the halftime numbers, that you're going to see a human doing the in-game numbers. Out here in Vegas, there are a, we know we know Chris Andrews and his team at the South Point. A human is making those numbers. We know that, uh, and there are other books in town that still do that as well with their in-game. I know behind us mm-hmm. at Circa, yep. it is it is a human being making those numbers. Same at the Westgate when they have live options as well that aren't the continuous computer that they have on their app. But some books, William Hill, Boyd, are using a computer algorithm. So, so every once in a while. You get a computer mishap like you do right here, which I, I shouldn't have that, said anything. I was I, I was slow to the dry. Fired up the app and uh, they took it down. I so. think the I think the right number is fifty one and a half. By the way, Ben, that's okay. what I think so, would have, would have expected the right number to be there. So oh, everywhere you see DraftKings on your screen, basically everywhere is at fifty and a half. They're about to kick off, so that that little flurry of potential betting activity uh, has now closed. I will just point out when you look at the box score too, because. It was we discussed when from when it comes to in game, you want to be comparing a what you're seeing eye test wise in the game, but also does the box score back up or what you're seeing? And so far, Penn State 14 carries as a team, 13 yards. Not like Ohio State's been doing much either. 12 team carries for 19 yards. C.J. Stroud, the quarterback for the Buckeyes, 15 to 24, 170 yards and a touchdown. A, a big chunk of those just coming a couple seconds ago on the 38-yard touchdown pass to Chris Olave. So it's not like either of these teams had been moving the ball much, which is why when I saw that 55-and-a-half, Jeff, I was thinking, man, I sure would like a piece of that under. Yeah, look, the one problem is you're dealing with a great offense in Ohio State where if they get going, and I know Penn State's defense is awesome, and up until that last drive, and Penn State's already out of midfield here after a completion over the middle to the tight end. But, Ben, I, I just... It's just one of those quirks where in the new age, and mm-hmm. especially in markets that have a lot of new players, that a lot of these newer jurisdictions, you're going to have 10 outs, 15 outs. You're going to have a lot of outs if you want to have money in all those accounts. Every once in a while, you're going to see a situation like that where some computer get spits out a number that isn't right. And to look, if, if they're especially if they're offering that number for an extended period of time like it was there, take advantage. I think that's a good piece of advice. I'm gonna keep like I need to be on high alert. Unfortunately, Come on, you, to, gotta, you gotta gotta be like me. You gotta have you gotta have it already on set. <laughs> oh, you're already on set. <laughs> uh, as far as we talk about the Big Ten and this uh, this current game going on right now, 10-7 Ohio State the lead on Penn State. Uh, it would be a remiss we would be if we did not mention the lead game of the day just to start the show. A game that wrapped up earlier today as Michigan State finds a way. As a four-point home underdog oh. against Michigan, the battle of the two 7-0 teams, sixth-ranked Wolverines, eighth-ranked Spartans. Michigan State was down 30-14 to 14 at home. I wasn't looking, Jeff, but that would have been an interesting live bet at that point. Fifteen and a half. Fifteen and a half, yeah. the live number on Michigan State. They come back and are able to win in a, an amazing game over Michigan. Not only did they cover the four, uh, they win it outright with your final 37 37- 33, the Heisman hopeful Kenneth Walker III, who, whose MGM uh, odds, I know, for the Heisman were in the 14-1 to 1 range coming into today, goes nuts as uh, Michigan State uh, gets the win, Jeff. What a win for the Spartans. By the way, you're seeing the crowd behind us because we just had a fat man touchdown oh, oh, in, uh, wow. in, in Columbus. So there you go. It's <laughs> a good thing we didn't get in on that, uh, that live I, number as we get a, uh, the scoop and score and it is about to be 17-7 Ohio State. Yeah, Clifford got pressured, got wow. got stripped from behind, and uh, 
one of one, one of the big fellas on the defensive line. <laughs> the pretty good, pretty good wheels actually for uh for 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 the uh the, the big guy at Ohio State who ended up scoring there. Uh, over yeah. about a fifty-five yard return, sixty-yard return, and the Buckeyes for Cage. Uh, the, the the big guy. We're waiting for a replay. I, but what, anytime you have a large man rumbling downfield, no, you want to see look, it. It was it was uh, pretty good wheels for the big guy. And now, look, this was a big number, 18 and a half, 19 and a half even out there on Penn State at closing time. They're going to review it to see if, if anyone was down by contact or maybe even if Clifford was throwing it. That, was uh, that looked like a... In, in, that was sort of in the tuck. That was rule, that's, sort of that vein. is that is that is absolutely in the tuck rule family right there. That is a. That's I a think that's a fumble. That's yep. a fumble. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely that. Okay. That should be a fumble, and that should stay as an. Ohio you you State mentioned touchdown. you mentioned big line on this uh, this two Jeff just pulling up uh, the the first half number on a game like this. Since as as we talk about all the time, when you have a team laying a big number, a lot of betters they want to gravitate to the first half, uh, ten and a half or eleven. On Penn State, so you're right now. It's a big play right uh, there. This play would get you almost <laughs> to that uh, to that number so far. Uh, your your quick thought uh, on yeah. on the Michigan Michigan State. We'll we'll obviously turn. Yeah, talk we'll, about I, that game I, later. I know we'll talk about it later. Uh, incredible football game. Incredible win for Michigan State. And look, if you're Michigan, everything was there for you. Mac Manera even played well. You had that great run game. I don't want to call it a bad loss because Michigan State's a good football team, but that's as close to a bad loss as it was for Michigan. And Michigan State, more than alive in the Big Ten ring. Uh, they're more than alive. There ain't no. no. When we return, we will transition. Starting the show talking to Big Ten. We'll go to the Pac-12, little Pac-12 after dark as we visit with our good friends, Tommy Bond and Tony, right here on v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs i don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't okay so you think if you just come out and go i got hair plugs 
Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit as we're back. Just getting started. Four hours of VSIN Bet Center on a Saturday night. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. It wouldn't be a show without a large man touchdown. Bat guys rolling into the end zone. It already happened. It, they reviewed it. Confirmed at Jeff, 17-7. So much for our, like, running to our phones to try to bet this game under live. Well, again, We might have to in a little bit, but I'm just saying. For Penn, now. Penn, by the way, well, market's currently locked. Oh, there we go. Went back up. Uh, Penn State, Ohio State. Buckeyes up 17-7. 16 and a half, the current number on Ohio State. Total is 54 and a half. So we're still not even at that 55 and a half number. Kind of hilarious. I, yeah. It's amazing. The, the art of, of in-game betting. Unfortunately, we welcome in uh, Stormy Bonatoni, unable to in-game bet because she's in the, uh, the state of Utah right now, which has basically become Stormy's second home here, it seems like, over the uh, past couple of years. You see her Mondays through Fridays on this very set, so we're just keeping the seat warm, really, for Stormy on My Guys in the Desert. I've been out there, sideline reporter tonight, as UCLA takes on Utah in about an hour, I feel like Stormy between BYU and Utah, you have basically spent like half of your life in in that uh, in that general uh, vicinity here. It's like there you, you should have some sort of second home at uh, at, th- at this point. How's uh, how's the setup there as you guys get ready to call the game here in like an hour? Yeah, it's great, and you have no idea how often I hear that. Like every week that we're in Utah, I get some fans just tweeting me saying, "So how has ESPN not gotten you an apartment there yet? Like what's going on? And um, we were, I was on a Utah radio station yesterday helping preview the game. And um, the guy was asking me like the, per, the correct pronunciation for my name. And his co-host goes, she's done like every game in the state this year, dude, pay attention. It was so funny. It was so good, but I love it here. Um, it's always great to come down to Utah and it should be a pretty fun crowd and fun game today against UCLA. Stormy, uh, let, let's just dive right into that game here. Uh, Utah laying six or six and a half right now, uh, 60 and a half the total. Obviously, you're on the call, so we won't ask you for, uh, for what, what, what you feel like pick-wise. But what, being there all week, what is the sense around that Utah program? Of course, coming off a loss, but Arizona State lost earlier today, so the door wide open for them in the Pac-12 South. Yeah, both teams are certainly hungry coming into this one. And for Utah, you know, you have to imagine if they get a win, they're four and one in conference and really hold that driver's seat with the tiebreaker scenario. Meanwhile, UCLA, if they lose it, you know, they're three and three in the conference and effectively out of the race. So, you know, a lot of different things at play here. UCLA trying to get bowl eligible for the first time under Chip Kelly. And um, this is a Utah team, though, that has 
played with a lot of emotions lately. Um, defensively, they're pretty frustrated with the way that their last game went against Oregon State. Like, their rush defense gave up 260 yards on the ground. Like, that is something that historically this Utah defense does not do. The last three years, what have they been ranked nationally? 11th, 3rd, 5th in the country. Right now, they're ranked 72nd in the country in terms of rush defense. And against the UCLA team this week that is nearly as good as Oregon State is on the ground. And especially if Dorian Thompson-Robinson is able to go, which we're not sure yet. As soon as I get off with you guys, I've got to do some casual stalking over there since he just ran out a couple minutes ago. Um, and, you know, see how he, his, he's reacting to his hand. I did see that his right hand and thumb are wrapped up right now. Um, but it's a pain tolerance thing for him. So how does he feel when he warms up? Will he play? How effective will the run game be against the Utah run defense that hasn't been great? And kind of on the flip side, UCLA's pass defense hasn't been as great. And Utah has been really, really effective offensively since Cam Rising has taken over at quarterback and Charlie Brewer left the program. Um, so a lot of different things at play. I think it's going to be a fun one. And this is like the first time in history I feel like we're talking about Utah having question marks on defense, but their offense has nothing to worry about. Like, I think this could be a shootout tonight. 60 and a half, by the way, Stormy, uh, our, our total looking at the game tonight. Casual stalker, I feel like, is one of those references you're, you're allowed to say if you are a sideline reporter. Outside of that, there's probably not many uh, scenarios where, where you're allowed to say you're a casual stalker, but uh, you're, that's, why, that's why you're a professional. Uh, Stormy, one of the things I do, it, always on, ask I you, do it on the field. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I, was gonna say, I, do, I do it on the field. I do it online when I'm trying to get storylines and stuff. I feel so creepy all the time, but it's for work. It's, it's okay. For, it, let's always remind the people that it is, it is for work. Yes, solely. Uh, so 60 and a half the total. I just wanted to follow up and ask about UCLA. I know we've, we've joked about how you, you've called so many games in the state of Utah over the past couple of years, but you've also gotten to know this UCLA program pretty well with head coach Chip Kelly. He's like 10 and 21 entering his fourth year. They've won five games uh, this season, but off of that loss a week ago where they lead 14 nothing at home had that line move from home underdog to home favorite and they end up losing by three you mentioned how the quarterback uh, dorian thompson robinson banged up i know you went on our our, our colleague daniel avari's uh, los angeles city cast podcast earlier this week i'm sure there's a lot of questions around the ucla program just in general uh, from just from a morale standpoint when you have a loss the way they did against oregon from talking with the coaches uh, do they feel like this is a pretty big uh, bounce back spot and, and that they've gotten their guys back in the right direction here you know, I mean, I, we got a lot of coach speak, as we usually do, of the importance of, you know, putting that in the rear view and moving on and one game at a time. And, you know, this is the most important game because it's the game this week and all of that. But I do genuinely feel like, more so talking to the players, that this is a game that they are passionate about and want to get that bounce back really badly. And, you know, it is funny, like, that line at six and a half, the way that it's been sitting there, six, six and a half, as long as it has this week, like, UCLA has been really good on the road. They're 3-0 and on the road this year. They've had success against the spread. So I was just a little bit surprised personally by the line of touch. But, no, UCLA is coming out here hungry, and they know that they need to win it to continue to be in the race for the Pac-12 South. And 
yeah, I, I mentioned Dorian Thompson Robinson and, and his health, and he's such an integral piece of what this offense tries to do. But I will tell you, Ethan Garber is their backup quarterback who, you know, if he were to start tonight, it would be his first career, career start. When he came in at the end of that Oregon game, like he wasn't wide eyed, starry eyed, and nervous about the moment. He did throw the interception that ultimately put the game away for Oregon, but he was slinging the ball. He was having success. Um, and I know they certainly believe in him as the quarterback of the future. So if you weren't able to have Dorian, they feel like Ethan is capable of running the offense. It's just he doesn't have the experience yet. And you know that Mike Tyson added, right? Like everybody has a plan until they're hit in the mouth. We don't know what his toughness level is yet. He hasn't been hit before. So that'd be something to keep an eye on if DTR can't Stormy, before we let you go, I want to ask you about the other big game in in the state just up the road in Provo. Bronco Mendenhall returns to Edwards Stadium there, uh, coaching Virginia Cavaliers and the Cougars of BYU. Uh, BYU, a a two-and-a-half-point favorite right now, total 66, another high total there uh, for that one. Uh, Just what, what, what type of feel do you have for that one, especially with Bronco Mendenhall returning back to a place that he was very successful at? Yeah, and a place that, you know, he said that he would probably never bring a team to play again. So it's interesting how those things work out, right? But yeah, the the Bronco Bowl, so to speak, um, I think it's a a cool thing, especially, you know, for, well, these coaches always say, oh, it's just another game. It's not another game. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be weird. Um, But I like BYU in this spot. And I like them because the last time they were at home, was the loss to Boise State. They, too, are in a situation where they want to have success at home. That's a crowd in Provo that can get on top of teams. You've got Virginia coming cross-country, changing time zones, having to play a super late game. Like, for them, this is very late. Um, Yeah, I just have a weird gut feeling about BYU for whatever reason in this spot. Um, I like what Kalani Satake has done with the program, and I think they, too, are very hungry because of the way the last couple of games have gone. You know, it hasn't been to their standard, and they want to get back to that. Yeah, 66-67, also high total uh, in that one. Again, Stormy Tony, so kind to give us a few minutes here on Vison Bet Center. Stormy, we'll let you go. We'll let you resume your casual stocking activities. We say that in you know, the most kind uh, way you. possible. You, uh, Dave Fleming, Rod Gilmore on the call tonight. Hope you have an amazing call, Stormy. We'll see you back here Monday uh, with my guys in the desert. Thanks, as always. Thanks, guys. Sound great. Have a good show. Appreciate you, Stormy, as uh, we will take a look, a little deeper dive into those games as well as we get closer to kickoff. One, uh, one of four late games tonight, Jeff. we got a couple Pac-12 after dark, and, uh, and we'll have some, we got some Mountain West action later, later on. And there are some interesting lines as well, like that Fresno State-San Diego State. I mean, you've had, you've, had, uh, you've had some movement all over the place, flip a favorite in that one as well. So, a lot to get to. Very important game there in the Mountain West. Just uh, a little. Maybe the, uh, the winner of that one is going to be uh, the one who has home field in the Mountain West title game. I'm a little. I'm just a little bitter having bet against San Diego State uh, last week. It, 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 it did not work out, Jeff. What uh, are you we gonna were, do? We were all there. We, we were all, all Falcons. I, I, we all had Fal- we all had the Falcons of Air Force uh, last week. One one uh, note while we were talking with Stormy, Penn State is able to drive down. They kick a field goal going into the locker room. 17-10 is your halftime score. Ohio State on top of Penn State. Penn State does cover that first half line. Uh, very, very important there. Uh, it was a 10 and a half, 11. Got a little scared if you're a Penn State backer. Uh, we'll get a full breakdown, Jeff, on uh, what we think of this uh, the second half uh, line when it comes out. I am seeing preliminary uh, line of six on Ohio State would give you about 13 for the game. So here. 13. What's the total? We're at 28. Okay. 
We're doing the math. We're right on. We're right 55. on. We're, we're right on fifty-five. That number from before. <laughs> it's I, funny how that I, works. I would lean towards Ohio State in the second half. That All would right. be the one I lean. We'll give you some other in-game updates as well. We got to talk World Series. We haven't touched on that yet. They're underway in Atlanta. Game four. We'll discuss next. Right after this, here on Decent Betson. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. We have some great news for our Colorado-based VEASAN fans. We've partnered with Altitude Sports Radio. Starting Monday, all of your favorite VEASAN shows, including VEASAN Bet Center, can be heard live on Altitude Radio 950 AM in Denver. We're extremely excited about this partnership that brings VEASAN to a great sports city with a growing audience of sports bettors. Tune in to hear all VEASAN shows live on Altitude Radio 950 AM in Denver starting Monday. Incredibly excited for that as we welcome you back. VEASAN Bet Center on a Saturday night. Thanks, as always, to Stormy Bond and Tony. She doesn't have to do that, but, you know, giving us some time before she has to do her real job for the night. The sideline reporting there, ESPN, as UCLA takes on Utah. One thing we have not discussed yet, uh, Jeff Parles, is mm-hmm. the World Series going on. That's going. Big, uh, game, that's, that's a thing. That's happening. Game four, big spot, especially if you're uh, Houston Astros and if you bet them for a series price, as they've gone down in the series 2-1 after last night's Overall pitching masterpiece that saw the Atlanta Braves staff throw seven shutout and no-hit innings until finally the Astros had a bloop single there in the eighth inning. But it's Houston who have finally seemed to have the bats wake up tonight in what's been not not quite the necessarily the bullpen game we assumed out of Atlanta. They're trying to mix and match things all, all together. They did have an opener in this this game here, Jeff. But a Jose Altuve solo home run to dead center makes it 2-0 Houston. We're mid-fourth off of Kyle Wright, and I'm seeing right now on our live market, you've got Houston up to uh, as uh, as high as a minus 280 favorite in-game. Total now uh, 7.5. Pretty impressive start after a night where the bats didn't do anything last night, Jeff. Well, it, very close to being a no-hitter last night. Uh, Rosario gets a good jump on that ball. Who knows? Maybe we, yeah. we are talking about the second no-hitter in World Series history. Of course, Don Larson's perfect game, the only one we've ever seen in 1956, but Look, uh, a really difficult spot for Atlanta. And the Charlie Morton injury really is the killer here more than anything. And it's going to happen again later. It's going to happen tomorrow as well with Morton out. You, you put Lee in a spot where, look, the kid barely had any reps in the regular season. Do you expect him to come out and actually be able to do his thing in the World Series? Uh, four batters, three reached. One ended up scoring. Uh, but look, this is... A, it's going to be very tough for Atlanta to win tonight, come back against this Houston team because the Houston bullpen, as soon as they get Granky out of the game, I'm going to feel a little more confident about Houston. Uh, but look, this is a really difficult go without Morton. Can the Braves still win the series? Of course they can. We have seen, Every time anyone has doubted this Atlanta team, they have proved everyone wrong, and they are still a really good baseball team. But I still think Houston's going to win this series. I'm kind of aggravated myself that I didn't bet the series price this morning. Uh, again, that's kind of what happens on a football day like this, Matt. Well, come on. you got to have your head on a swivel there, Jeff. Yeah. Well, Let's go. I, I watched the grand total of three pitches yesterday. I was listening on the radio yesterday. Look you know that's you. a thing, right? Look at you. Yeah. Turn it back the clock. Yeah. Listen to God Radio. <laughs> Dylan Lee, the opener tonight for Atlanta. And you might think, just based on how we've described this game so far, oh, there must have been a ton of Astros money coming in. Not really the nah. case. This was, I see, the highest number this closed at, Jeff, in the market, minus 115 on Houston. A lot of minus 110s out there. Your total, by the way, either 8.5 or 
or nine in this game. We've generally seen a big toggle as far as these series prices go when, when we've seen one team win, like we saw in game one with Atlanta winning, Houston bouncing back in game two. If we are to see Houston hang on in this, there's a long way to go. We're only going into the bottom of the fourth, two nothing at Houston right now. What do you think that series price goes back to? Will it be that? Will it be back to the same 140, 150 we saw pre-series at 2-2, given that the home field will go back to Houston, or do you think it's a little shorter than that? No, I think it's going to be pretty close to a pick. Uh, and look, I understand the big issue more than anything, like I said, for Atlanta, Charlie Morton's injury is the biggest thing that has happened in the series, period. Because you take out not only the guy who's pitched in the World Series and obviously had that great outing at the end of Game 7 in 2017 for the opponent here, the Astros, but you basically now are asking your bullpen to now have to go bullpen game in Game 4, bullpen game in Game 5. I hope Max Fried pitches Game 6 instead of Game 5 for Atlanta. Uh, he hasn't been his quite, quite the same since they asked him to go on shorter rest in the last series, but you would anticipate on regular rest you have more in the, in the tank for game six, but I'm a little concerned, and this works for Houston too, because everyone overutilizes their bullpen at this point. A little bit concerned that this turns into a scenario where if this goes six or seven games, everyone is gassed. And you see, like, uh, again, 2016 game seven is the perfect example of this, where everyone was asked to overextend pitching wise. And what happened in that game? Corey Kluber was awful. The Cubs pitching staff was running on fubes. Chapman, of course, gave up a homer to Rajay Davis. Heck, Dave Ross, uh, David Ross hit a homer off Andrew Miller, who couldn't you couldn't make contact off of that whole I mean, postseason. Uh, own Dave Ross probably yeah, could have gotten yeah, a, got a homer. Yeah, but that, but it, that but game. that's but that's what this this is kind of looking like this kind of series where everyone just gets overextended and no one has anything left in Game Seven pitching wise, yeah. which means the over might not be a bad so. idea well, the longer that, this that goes. Game Seven you're alluding to a ten nine. Each team covered the, the total on their own yeah. in, uh, in that cu- infamous uh, Cubs-Indians World Series game. So that reminds me of that fact. That was the fact. That was, uh, what, five years ago, basically, this weekend. It is five I remember years dressing ago up. I dressed up for Steve Bartman as Halloween that year. Congratulations. <laughs> it's a great costume. What? I helped, I helped end the curse. I also had a lot of dudes uh, <laughs> asked to buy me drinks, which was not the intended uh, purpose of that night out. Anyway, we, we digress. Uh, anyway, little uh, little movement, by the way, to tell you about in the mm-hmm. uh, this halftime line. Penn State, Ohio State, number of books here. A couple have dropped from uh, the Ohio State side, minus six for the second half. There's a couple spots that have dropped down to five and a half in the second half. Remember, Ohio State laying as high as 19 and a half for the game, currently leading 17-10 at the half. So we'll keep you posted there. One outcome, Jeff, that uh, I, I'm glad I did not bet on this game because I would have been on the wrong, wrong side, and that is an SEC matchup going on as we'll, we'll continue to sprinkle in some of these in-game uh, betting opportunities in SEC and other big college football action. But uh, what just happened in Stark Vegas? I looked down. This was a one-score game uh, between Kentucky and Mississippi State. All of a sudden, it's 31-10 Bulldogs in a, in a game where uh, the unranked uh, Bulldogs here in a spot like this, Jeff, were, uh, were getting some money and, and close to your about a one-point favorite. Some shops had pick them. Turnovers. Oh, that's so all that happened okay. here. Kentucky, who has had three turnovers the entire season, has four today. Not pretty bad. So okay. there you go. Minus four on the turnover battle. Uh, the last two drives, Levis was intercepted on two, two straight plays. And... Mississippi State has drives of 22 and 24. So, Man. Uh, very easy, short drives for the Bulldogs. And look, Mississippi State's a good football team, even though they're 4-3 and three and they're forgotten about because of the SEC West and 
It's the best division year after year in college football. But this team this year beat NC State in Stark Vegas. They won in College Station. They've, those are two pretty good wins, Ben. So this is a good team that Leach has down there. Looking at just the, the box score and the struggles for Will Levis, 14-22, 108 yards and three picks. Uh, it has gone very much south uh, for a Kentucky team. That, like, I mean, they while they were clearly uh, outmanned in their, their loss at Georgia, I mean, they found a way to cover in that game. And uh, for Mark Stoops, he has found this program. He, he's taken them to soaring new heights as a team ranked 12th in the country, even after that big loss on the road at Georgia, now down 31-10, and uh, they've given up 31 straight points. This was a 10-0 Kentucky game right out of the gates. Uh, but give credit to, as, uh, as Jeff talked about, even though Mike Leach, you know, he gets talked about for his hot, uh, his hot takes on Halloween candy. But, I mean, for all the, you know, everybody loves to jump to the conclusion of either this guy's a fraud or he's just a super eccentric guy. I mean, there's, there's, there's usually middle ground to be had there. And Leach has proven that he's a solid coach. Not, an, not of your upper echelon coaches, but he certainly had his guys up for the challenge today. Again, turnovers oh, Turnovers can make a giant difference. And also, too, like... 27 to 30, by the way, for Will Rogers. Yeah, no, look, 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 look. <laughs> Will, Will, Will Rogers is totally fine, solid yeah. college quarterback. But, look, I, again, you at some point, Kentucky's offense... I had the thought that Kentucky's offense was going to have a game where they can't score or they're gonna, or Levis is going to turn the ball over. And they've gotten both in this game, which is uh, not a good recipe for winning on the road in conference against the team that is in Vanderbilt. Uh, <laughs> yes, that is a great way to phrase it. The team that is not Vanderbilt, uh, basically, you're, yes, you're, you're uh, in danger there. Uh, where, whereas we have another SEC contest as well. I want to fit this into Ole Miss and Auburn. This essentially, Jeff, while the, the path is a very long one to actually getting into the SEC title game, this is your de facto elimination game for, for either team, uh, where you've had Ole Miss have already lost to Alabama, Auburn has lost once in the conference, so they'll need to run the table and knock off the tide in the Iron Bowl. Been a, a wild one so far where uh, Matt Corral, just 15 to 2480 yards. He's not taking all the snaps at quarterback in this game, Jeff. Luke Altmaier, 5 of 5, 18 off the bench here as Ole Miss has the ball five minutes to go third quarter, down 28-20. Been a very bizarre game so far. Kind of surprised Auburn wasn't able actually to run Ole Miss out earlier in the game. Auburn was clearly better for the first quarter and a half. Uh, but look, good on Ole Miss to stay in the game, and it's going to be a sweat regardless of what side. And this is a classic one where it seemed to be a public dog in Ole Miss, and the line kept going up. So Auburn three, it yeah, closed. That, I, and I would have been, and I liked Auburn earlier in the week uh, at the lower number. Mm -hmm. I still liked Auburn laying three. I thought that's the right side. So far, it's uh, played out to be the right side. I still have some work to do on that on that total. You're at uh, let's see, sixty-seven and a half, sixty-eight is where that closed. 48 points scored. He's still got about 20 minutes of game time left. Uh, we will also continue to update live updates on the rest of the big college action. We'll also get some previews in. Number of exciting late games coming your way. We'll discuss those next here on Decent Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASANGOT.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Jeff Parnas has the golf clap going on in studio as we welcome you back to VEASAN Bet Center. I'm Ben Wilson talking all things in-game college football, World Series. Before we get in to our NFL Week 8 previews in a couple hours, Jeff, you are you have been known to take a stab or two on some in-game money lines in the past. And we had an interesting uh, early in, early start to a, a midday Pac-12 game where Oregon State uh, going up against Cal. Uh, it's down. But have now made a comeback. And uh, Oregon State team trying to avoid an upset at the hands of Cal, who were just 2-5 and five on the season. Give us the update since we do not have this game on in studio, thanks to it being on the Pac-12 Network, and you've busted out the uh, the, the Pac-12 yeah, laptop okay. here for so, the time So being. Cal's up 31-25, nine minutes to go. Oregon State just uh, scored a touchdown. Went for two down eight, got the two, so keep that nice. in mind. All right. The rest of this year, if you're betting Oregon State, Jonathan Smith, the head coach of the Beavers, one of the folks who goes for two down, down by eight in the fourth quarter and late in the game. So keep that in mind. Uh, right now, uh, I would imagine Oregon State's probably a little bit longer than plus 215 based off of the drive that Cal is on right now because they're in Oregon State territory and have a second down and five but have an offensive lineman down on the play after a Garber's run. But I took a little bit of a stab just a little north of $3 uh, when uh, Oregon State cut it to seven earlier in the game. I know the timing wasn't great. Uh, but uh, plus three twenty is the number that I have on Oregon State. I know Oregon State not a like not from a needle moving perspective, not a team that anybody really takes seriously. Solid football they win, team. Look, they win tonight, and they would keep pace with Oregon at the top of of their division. You could have a potential setup for a civil war that would set up a team, uh, set one of those winning teams to the Pac-12 title game. There's a l- legitimate chance there, and it would be an happen. abject disaster for the league if the Beavers won that game. <laughs> 
<laughs> no <laughs> offense to Beaver alma no, mater and fans. I think your team's pretty good, actually. I like what Jonathan Smith has done in Corvallis, but Oregon is the only hope left for a Pac-12 playoff team, and they got to win. They got to win out, and in those last two weeks mm-hmm. at, at Utah, Oregon State in Eugene, and then likely a second showdown with Utah again here in Vegas. Not going to be easy for Oregon those last three games potentially. Uh, that was one of those. It was a slightly fishy line. I thought you had Oregon State only laying two and a half at Cal. Granted, and I got bet up too. And it, it did get bet up too. Granted, mm-hmm. like Cal looked great last week against a Colorado team that's that's forgotten how to play <laughs> offense. Uh, them and that Colorado should really just play Iowa right now, just to see just to see what would happen. Colorado um, scored twenty nine points today against Oregon. Granted, they had fifteen of them when the game was already over, okay. but that's right. That's why I'm surprised. I looked away from that game. That that thing was uh was was long gone. Uh, but. You know, you think about uh, this uh, this this Cal team, and they look. They played Oregon to within seven, even though you see that is just a you know the straight W uh, on the schedule card for uh, for the Oregon Ducks. But uh, yeah, look, I mean, this was uh, this was a game that did get some of that uh, that early attention to the Cal side. Eventually, comes back on Oregon State. Total of fifty five and a half. Or uh, look, there are some books fifty five and a half. This has gone over. Circa I did take some over money, Jeff. It closed fifty seven and a half. So if you uh, if you came in late. It, depending on your your market, I see a couple fifty six and a halfs out there. So there's a potential where uh, you could either have gotten that two point conversion to take you over, or you're going to need some points. So we'll uh, we'll you're going to monitor you're, that. You're going to get more points. Okay. You're going to get more points. I would feel okay right I'll, now. Pac twelve correspondent, Jeff. Yeah, Carl, and, you... and I will say this again for the Pac twelve because obviously we we just talked to uh, to Stormy who's who's in Salt Lake City tonight for that big game for Utah after whatever you want to call whatever it was from Arizona State today, getting totally destroyed at home by Wazoo and basically putting the their Pac-12 South, I don't want to say it, was, it would be easy for them to have made the Pac-12, but really just made themselves, made their run to here in Vegas a lot more difficult on themselves. Uh, with Utah losing last weekend and Arizona State getting blasted today at home, so uh, if you get, I mean, look, if UCLA is able to win the game tonight, we, we mentioned with Stormy earlier, a six-point line right now, and she mentioned she was going to be uh, talking with the staff for UCLA, see if Dorian Thompson Robinson would be active for this game. I haven't seen much of the line move since I see one book has dropped to five and a half on the Utah side. Still some six, six and a halfs out there, but. Were Utah, or were UCLA to win the game tonight, Jeff? You'd have uh, three teams with uh, two losses in that division, all at the top there in the Pac-12, which makes things uh, for Arizona State. They could have separated themselves today as massive favorites and didn't do that. And it would, and Arizona State over UCLA, UCLA over Utah, Utah over Arizona State. So you have real chaos. Oh, that, there. That's that's always what we love to see. Well, I, look, I th- Stormy, who is the sideline reporter for the game tonight, I, I appreciate her bringing up the whole topic of the coach speak and, and trying not to get persuaded by that because the reality is uh, these coaches are going to be rosy and, and all you know all positive when they talk to the sideline reporters. There's not going to be a ton of negative negativity coming out there. But oh, you, you have to think, Jeff. It's part of why I brought it up when we had Stormy on. Such a gut punch the way you lose that game if you're mm-hmm. UCLA last week up early, fourteen nothing. Had all that support coming their way. They they had that was their chance to make a huge impact after a season that had had some real highs, some uh, frustrating uh, lows with the loss at home to Fresno State as a big favorite. That, to me, was the chance for UCLA. I, I just wonder how much of a bounce-back effort you really get tonight against a Utah team that is, look, they've started to find their stride a little bit under Kyle Whittingham. Such a rough early start. But, uh, look, they've even though it was that loss last week in Corvallis, Stormy mentioned how the defense has been the issue. At least the offense now seems to be totally legitimate and, and not uh, not the, the overall 
that concern that it was early in the season, like we saw. Well, again, remember that San Diego State I, game? That's where, what I'm thinking where, about. Like, yes. like where Utah, the game that went over. The game somehow went over, even <laughs> though it had no business getting there with, with four nonsense touchdowns in that game. But, look, that loss last week, though, for Utah, that hurts. And, and look, again, I like Oregon State. I think they're a good football team. But if you're a legitimate division winner in the Pac-12, you go on the road and win that game. And Utah and was up ten at the half. And yeah. Utah was up double digits the entire first half, up double digits at halftime, and then gave up twenty eight points in the second half. Can't happen if you're if you're Kyle Whittingham. Squatting. So with all that being said, it's tempted to look over here. I, I if I'm I need, is in. I need you know what? I liked what I saw out of the backup last week when he was pressed in on that last drive. The interception wasn't particularly his fault at the end either. Uh, so look, I would I would only look to the over. I don't have any confidence on either side because. UCLA is completely Jekyll and Hyde, and I don't think, look, even though Utah may very well be the South representative here in Vegas for the Pac-12 title game, I don't think that team's particularly good. Ethan Garbers, 2 of 5, 22 yards before uh, that interception. Get your thoughts quickly as well on, uh, you mentioned uh, the uh, the Mendenhall Bowl there, mm-hmm. Virginia BYU, still seeing mostly two and a halfs in the market right now on the BYU side, 66, 66 and a half. Uh, is your total? Do you, do you agree with Stormy that that's a, a a good spot here for BYU at home? This game opened pick'em behind us, and I was stunned at that. And the BYU is the only side I would bet. And I think you're in a scenario now, Ben, where the ACC has shown what it is. It's not a good conference this year. No way. They, like I know Wake Forest is technically alive. We can thankfully put the Pitt is going to make the playoff thing to rest with their loss today to Miami. But you're asking a team to travel cross-country against the BYU team that, look, I, Wazoo obviously is still in it, still playing, even with that, all the, mm-hmm. the big mess that happened with Rolovich there. BYU went on the road and beat them after two really flat performances in a row. And now you return home after two straight road games. You're playing your former coach, uh, a guy who obviously gave his life to BYU while he was there, now, of course, is the coach of Virginia and Bronco Mendenhall. BYU is a better football team, and I have a lot of questions about Virginia's defense. I think that defense is horrible, and BYU's defense, even though they had the real struggles at Baylor two weeks ago, I still like that defense. So I I, I did lay two and a half with BYU, and uh, we'll see how it goes. By the way, Ben, Penn State, out of the half, a 12-play, 75-yard touchdown drive, Dotson gets in from a few yards out, and a PAT away from it being all tied at 17 at the shoe in Columbus. After we saw a 13-play, 89-yard drive in the first half to start the scoring for Penn State. Man, what a, like, that's two very impressive drives to basically start a half. His first possessions for these teams. They are going to review it here, Jeff. So we're going to I thought he go was under in. the hood. It, it did look like he was in at uh, first look 10 26 to go there in the third quarter. Could see Penn State 19 and a half point underdog uh, getting this thing tied in Columbus. I was going to say, though, on your, your point on Virginia's defense, I mean, they only gave up uh, 40 points and 570 yards last week to Georgia Tech at home. So, I mean, no, what makes I, you say their defense is bad? I, I, look, look I, it's a ridiculously high total. But, I don't want the under. You don't want the I under. don't want the under. Again, it, it's going to, in order to get there, you need Virginia to score too. Do you think Virginia can be in the high 20s? Do you think they can be in the low 30s? That's what you're going to need here in order to get that total. By the way, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, out. Uh, Any move yet? No. Up. 
seven now at, uh, at one shop. Utah up to seven at uh, at Westgate. There is still a five on the East Coast at uh, DraftKings. I'm seeing still mostly sixes and uh, some six and a half. So there is one. Get on that gone quickly, guys. Find us. Oh, South Point just went to seven. Still circuit. If you want to run, you can do it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll discuss that and more. More in-game updates. We'll talk some World Series as well next when we return here on Beeson Bet Center. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.